It's going down, fade to Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving them orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shakers. Shutting it down, good love. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around Cover much grounds, got game by the town Getting paid is a forte Each and every day, true play away I can't get her out of my mind Wow. I think about the girl all the time wow, wow. East side to the west side Pushing fat rides, it's no surprise She got tricks in the stash Stacking up the cash Fast when it comes to the gas By no means average She's got to have it Baby, you're a perfect 10 I wanna get in Can I get down so I can I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up She's got class and style She knowledge by the time Baby, never act wild Very low-key on the profile Catching feelings is a no Let me tell you how it goes Curves the word, spins the verb Lovers hit curves so freak what you heard Rolling with the fatness You don't even know what the half is Got to pay to play Just for shorty bang bang to look your way I like the way you work it Trump tight all day, every day You're blowing my mind, maybe in time Baby, I can get you in my ride I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work it No diggity Class from New York City to Black Street. What you know about me? Now the thing. Cartier with his frame, sported by my shorty. As for me, icy gleaming pinky diamond ring. We bees to buy this click up on this scene. Ain't you getting bored with these fake vague roars? How shows improves, no doubt. I bet they do so. Please excuse if I come across rude. That's just me. And that's how a play it's got to be. Stay kicking game with a capital G. Ask the peoples on my block. I'm as real as can be. Word is born. Faking moves never been my thing. So, Teddy, pass the word to your nigga Chauncey. I'll be sending the call, let's say around 3.30. Queen Pin and Black. 
Tell me it'd be days like this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this. Nah, not now, not ever. And now it took forever, you would never need a number. Mama told me it'd be days like this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this. Nah, not now, not ever. And now it took forever, you would never need a number. Sorry, hip-hop, it took me so long to get on, but so long that I'm on, it is on. I'm rapping for the scholars and the hustlers. Meanwhile, show mama I ain't dropped off for nothing. I swear these dollars gonna add up, and I ain't shallow. Material things suppress bad luck. That's why I shine like I does. It's pain in my eyes, but these saints blind you to look. Bind it between carrying the flag for an area that drag. Whoever tried to gravitate, G told me it's a city full of crabs. I'm feeling like a platter at Phillips when I rap. As much as I wanted to be minuscule, the fact is they'd only be happy with a menstrual actor. Sorry, Mr. Charlie won't tap dance and f the radio for telling me to snap jam. I'm just expecting the spectators respect here. My net is from jet setters to cab fans. Hip hop's unbalanced, it's got out of hand. Ain't have to see some, I'm already scared. I've been called the earth, parent the goddess. Not DC, this whole genre. And I ain't in it for them O's or the commas, but more or less the hope for dope to prosper. Mama told me yes, it'd be days like sir. this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this. Nah, not now, not ever. And now it took forever, you would never need a number. Mama told me it'd be days like this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this. Nah, not now, not ever. And now it took forever, you would never need a number. The future is now. Halito Records dedication for making better music is now. Don't. Locked out, four-year rap drought It's raining now and somehow the fugitive's out I would invest in a poncho Cause I ain't finna poncho like last Joe Nah, I'ma go into my arm sore I go into my 40 million encore Hip-hop's dead, yeah, that's what Nah said to me I guess that's hip-hop heads on salary We vegetables on them record labels Who's next to release? We guillotine them Bragging, but everybody stagnant, everybody broke except the go on the track. Mama, why you throw away my drums? A hundred for a deal, they made a hundred on the song. Now 
I'm a hundred miles far. I'm feeling Chris Childs. You looking like Kobe Bryant, y'all. It's slowly at the top, so I waited, but ain't nobody take it. Now I'm playing solitaire pacing. Crucifix pieces, necklace with Jesus. See me as blasphemous, but I don't need them. God, give me strength. Allah, give me patience. I am only a man, and I don't know what to think. Mama told me it'd be days like this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this, nah. Not now, not ever, and now it took forever, you would never need it ever. Mama told me it'd be days like this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this, nah. Not now, not ever, and now it took forever, you would never need it ever. This is the remix. Uh. Oh, yeah. Yo, nice wedge heels, uh-huh. jeans hugging, hair to the shoulder, uh-huh. mean mugging, look like me loving. Might be friendly or she might be stubborn. Uh-huh. And all I know is that she had Jaheen bugging. Yeah. I was on the other side sipping and puffing, popping over here a little different. We touching, everybody grown, no riffing uh-huh. and fussing. You can get that, don't sweat that. It's nothing. But it is what it's gonna be, no, I can't call it. All I know is I had to step up, step up. Speed it up, cut the chase, go in for first place before the mother cats try to get ya, get ya Moving them hips, killing me with every dip, girl You about to get a tip, do it, girl The worst that goes down is you turn me down But this time around, hey, I'm down and shine Hey, how you doing? Oh, Baby, what you getting into? I don't know what your name is or who you came with But I ain't even
running on owning co-ops, orange bop top coops and yachts, guzzling straight shots of scotch. Formulating up plots to escape from Salem's lot, cause it's scorching hot. Making it hard trying to figure who's out to trap me. Pataki got all kinds of undercovers that's coming at me. Perhaps he won't be happy till they snatch me and place me with half a slacks. Be sitting in Kazaki, but never me. See, my destiny's to be forever free. In ecstasy on a hill that awaits for me. So plus just the visualizes like a coke bus. Vivid enough to make living this a must. Plus Yeah, and welcome to Mike Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Brown, with Greg. Yes, sir. Marcus. Chicken fries. Hell yeah. And we got our special guest today, Miss Candace August. Yeah. Hi there. How you doing? And and this is um, AZ's um, Sugar Hill. And um, if you don't know who AZ is, then you don't know hip hop. <laughs> you don't know a high fate. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know a high fate. Because this is when hip hop, when the beats match the lyrics, they were both hot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not not now Because it'd be like This is a hot beat But I don't know What they're talking about <laughs> I don't know Durags was selling At an all time high <laughs> Even the, though stocks, no one, the stocks went yeah. up mm-hmm. When did When did it go down Like uh, When Soldier Boy came Snoop dragged it down Because <laughs> everybody's Tired of getting Cornrows and stuff And they but never even, Never recovered but even, but even then People cornrows Had Durags True indeed But they didn't rock them As as tough as somebody yeah, who is trying to achieve was... 360 waves, like <laughs> you get up and you look and it's not connected. It's not like going, I was more like a 240 weight. Like I had it right. Here. I was like I a it. 180. 
Yeah, Actually, then, I was like 90. I was an acute angle type of wave. For the longest, I was a, I was a moth. I ain't supposed to have a part. I'm not supposed to brush my head to the side. None of my friends brushed their head to the side type of guy. I, I, like, I only got waves when I put the sporting waves in. Then I brushed. It was too thick. But then That's I had like a big clump of grease. Cause yep. I, never, I got too lazy to rub it in. Thick, mm-hmm. Thin enough. So I just had this big old clump of Crisco on my head. Yeah. And then it was some grease. <laughs> See, I never had that problem. My mama had that that big thing of royal crown, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> with the silver top. Yeah, with the uh-huh. silver top. That joint looked like the, 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 the melted uh-huh. grease. Oh man, that joint looked like it was melted. That was unisex grease. Oh, <laughs> whoever, whoever wants up will get some. <laughs> but when you wore the do rag, did you keep the cape out or did you roll it up? Uh, gotta keep oh, the cape really out. I kept gotta let it out. breathe, <laughs> like prison style. But then, <laughs> as I got older, I rolled it up. But when I was young, though, I didn't know about do rags yet. And I know I'm not the only one that wasn't the green hair grease. I don't even know the name of it. It was a little small jar. Yeah. Green and blue. <laughs> you know, my mom used to use that. And I'm like, Ma, this is not going to give me waves. This is not going to do it. Like, Man, put some of that on your hair, boy. My, my, my hair's real conditioned. Yes. And it's shiny. <laughs> but uh, my friend Lorenzo and them, they got waves. And I want waves. <laughs> it's not going to get it. I used to hate the people who had like, the, like they, they their hair was still dark. But the waves was like so thick. Like uh-huh. even when they cut their hair, yeah. they didn't let it cut their hair because uh-huh. it was like still there, and I hated it. Yeah, that's could, from that thick layer. Of- when I cut my hair, like <laughs> like I have scalp, like I have scalp, I have waves in my scalp. Yeah, but as my hair, you have grows, a wavy scalp. I have a very wavy scalp. But when the, when my hair grows back, the, the waves go. I'm I'm just, I'm just saying I'm well, very Kunta Kinte in the hair. Well, no, I tell you this: <laughs> two of my best friends growing up mm-hmm. were mixed. One was mixed with like Lebanese. One was uh, Cuban So we're talking Some really pretty pre- Quote air quotes Pretty yeah. hair dudes yeah. And we would go swimming And we would like we'd Come out the water And I look at them And their hair is slicked back Because of the pool water So I'm thinking I feel my hair I'm like it feels slicker you know what? Pool water Pool water is really doing it My hair is now slicked back Killing again The pool yes, water is killing it Man And killing there's no the mirrors In the pool So you can't see What it really looks like Marcus, Marcus. Yeah. You, you, didn't, you didn't try to bottle up Any of the pool water To take home with you I did Be like I'm going to kill him With this so, good pool I'm water I'm going to tell you right now I'm the sexiest dude alive With this pool water Hold on yeah. I'm just going to bottle this I don't know nothing About this chlorine Up in here It done ruined your outfit but your hair is super smooth. This dude, this dude used the old baby oil bottle, <laughs> soaking up all the water. I was so disappointed back then. Real quick, let's talk about our weeks. Uh, Greg, how your week been? Oh man, this it's been an awesome week, man. Um, Fifty Shades coming up. I know tomorrow night is going down. Fifty Shades of Black Mayonnaise. Just been gearing up all week for it, man. I'm I'm excited. Is 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 going down. My family's going to be in the building. My brother's hosting. That would be me. Yeah, my I'm other brother right, and my right, sister right. hosting a Dale Banks, Rudy. I'm so they're going to be in the building. So that, that's Dang. been my week, man. Just just gearing up. Um, you know, excited about it. I, I want to read you this tweet that came directly from the DC Arts Center. Oh, my, right my, on. My, I, I think my, I my, my good friends, by oh. the way, the DC Arts Center. Shout out to the DC Arts Center. Directly. Uh, my man, uh, Stan, um, B. Stanley and Kim. You don't know who Kim is. He's the guy. Not the singer. Kim. No, the other Kim. There's another Kim. There's two, there's two Kims. There's a singer, Girl. and then there's another Kim who, who, who will, who will shut your show down. Shut it down. If you're over his, over the limit. Like right if, on. Right if you on. Pose, if your show ends at ten and you're still going at ten oh five, he will cut the lights on the middle of your show. He don't care about your set. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the DC Art Center said, "Chains, whips, or laughter? Which one will it be? Oh, might be hashtag Fifty Shades of Black Mayonnaise. Awesomeness. And then, but then there's a gif of of the actual Fifty Shades 
Chains, whips, or laughter? Yeah. Yeah. I would not be a part of the chains or the whips. I have tender nipples. Anyway, um, oh, what else is going on with That's been pretty much it, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the show go either way, man, you know, but we're we going to dish out some laughter, you know. The chains and whips might be the after party, but. That's wild. We'll yeah. talk about that later. That wild. Yeah. Marcus? You two dogs can have chains and whips involved. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't know why that came out. I apologize. Uh, this week, um, what did I do this week? Uh, I bought a dresser. Um, okay, a dresser. Yeah, no, it's not good stuff at all. Um, I had no say so in this. Matter of fact, as old Mike. Why is, is it your is, stuff is not in the dresser? No, I not take at all. it. This okay. is in anticipation of. The the coming one Gozer ah. Gozer the Traveler ah. um, So I, my, it's my responsibility To sand the dresser mm. And I've been Trying to work on that And my wife Like wants to be In charge of it Well she is She's and the so, foreman well, actually, right, she is Well Marcus She actually is in charge yeah. And you're just And that's my new episode of Tales from Relationship Fair <laughs> I decided That that's going It's going down um, So we've been Quietly silently Filming that Okay um, Because I mean I had a couple hours last weekend to do it, and I said, look, I don't want to talk right now. I'm a little upset with you about some other stuff. Don't want to talk. You know what? I want to talk about it. And then we end up arguing the whole rest of the day, and I did nothing with the dresser. Um, <laughs> so today, I sat at the dresser, and that was an exciting time for me. Um, my life is going downhill. I don't know if you can hear it in, <laughs> in my voice. Hey, but, hey, um, Marcus, I'm going to need you to bring it down. The excitement level yeah, is I mean, too much. Uh, hey, hey, Marcus! Everybody get, go get married. Hey, hey, kids. If you get too excited, yo, I might want to do it all over again. Uh, Number three. Uh, nah, hell no. Nah. Uh, I will never. Hell no. Nah. Put your hand down. I'm not. High it. five. <laughs> high five, Mike. Hell no. no. Put okay. Your hand down. No. Hell Mike no. has refused the high five. I just want everybody to show. <laughs> Mike refused the high five. <laughs> I canceled that. There's no high five. Absolutely not. Not on my watch. Uh, let's see. No, dude. No, no, no. All right. You like you got a question? I would duct tape my urethra before I. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just the whole top of Just it. The presence of duct tape. That sounds <laughs> very uncomfortable. The presence of duct tape around the urethra <laughs> is a cause for violence, mm. like riots. Like mm. that's number three. Oh, dog. No. <laughs> I feel you though. Yeah, I feel you though. Yeah. I question the second one. <laughs> you have children? No, I, this is my first and. Um, no comments. Yeah, yeah, you can't. That's it. Leave it at that. And you, children? Yes, I have teenagers. Okay. Yeah, see, he's out the game. He's on his yeah. way out. Like, he's, no, he's Tim Duncan. Like, just get a championship. Is, I'm trying to ship people out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to restart. <laughs> I got a, I got a five and a two year old. That's 13 and 16 years away from getting out of my house. Exactly. I'm, I'm there. I'm mad you got a timer though. That's I, not. I do. I do. I'm shopping not... for assault rifles. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I do. One of them, they, they, they got two choices, either college or the military. You cannot stay at home. Do, I refuse. Do you have boys or girls? Oh no, or... I have a girl and I have a son. Okay. And I told my daughter, I know you're five, but your future is either college or the military. You can't live here. After 18 You can't I, I, know, I, I know I know It's in style For women to stay With their dads For like th No No I can't afford you Already not, I can't not, afford you I know you only focus On recess right now But I need you to Just think about the future Recess 13 years down the line That you're going to go It's the Marine Corps For mm -hmm. you That's it yeah, you Make a choice Do or die <laughs> Simplify Raw <laughs> Even though I was Army I, I should have said that I'm about to get jacked up by a bunch of Marines. I heard you go hoorah. I'm like, I gotta kill you. 
No, yeah, like, I'm disab- I'm a disabled vet. Then it's gonna be a black and man then, show. And see, <laughs> and then you're gonna need her to stay at home. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't she <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you something real quick. Uh, this is how my week went, right? Oh, this, this, yeah, because we're here now. This is because uh, she's the guest. <laughs> yes. Mike, tell us about I, I your week. Story. I yeah, Mike, I'm okay. sorry. Okay, Mike, so this, tell us about your week. So my mother. All right, this is what happened, right? My mother, the biggest hustler in the world is my mama. She's she she got me. All right, so she hit me up on 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 the, on the text message. Of course, she doesn't know how to text, so it's like a bunch of periods uh-huh. that doesn't need to be there. It's like, yeah. hey, Mike, period, K U, period. Um, I need to talk to you, period, period, period. I need to ask you for something. It's like my mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she unnecessary asked- capitals and just yeah. real <laughs> characters that don't need to be in there. Yeah, but yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead. So she asked me, you know, to borrow some money, right? So I'm like, all right, mom. I got you. She, she laid it out. I need to borrow some money. I get you back. Uh, income tax down time, right? I'm not thinking that income tax season has already come and passed. It comes next year. She meant 2016. 2016 is what she meant. I'll be late for that. So I would, you know, I mean, I got got a little change. I'm like, here you go, Ma. I'm gonna need it back because we're moving. I'm gonna need it back soon. How soon do you need it? Well, I need it back as soon as you get your your money because it's income tax season. So I look at my calendar and we're in May. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes. Uh, well, that's not what you told me. You told me you was moving. like, no, we are moving, so I need to know when I can get it back because I'm gonna need that money back. And she said, "Well, I I don't feel well. I'm gonna talk to you later." So she just shut the whole conversation down. <laughs> <laughs> she went, brought that to a halt. She brought <laughs> she, that high five to a halt. Like, this is too much. She was like, "I'm sick. I'll talk to you later." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, no, no, come back." So she stopped texting me. I think she blocked me. She blocked me on the phone that I bought her. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she blocked me. I'm gonna try that when students call me. Just I don't feel good. <laughs> try try I'm, next I'm, month. I'm like, this I do. I, this I do. I, this I do. She blocked me. I started six to seven her right because the first time I called it was straight to voicemail. I started six to seven her because she'll know all the features. Yet. And she picked up the phone. <laughs> Hello. Like, you ain't sick. <laughs> I call you, you back. You ain't working your way up. You ain't sick, mom. She's like, damn, he got me. He got me. <laughs> How you do that? How you do that? That's valuable information. I didn't know Star 67 still worked. I didn't know that was still a thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know people still used it. Hey, yeah. She blocked me. I tried it. It worked. I want a Google phone like <laughs> Random number calls. She don't do that though. She she, she, think, she ain't going for she that. She it's her job. Call her dad. Call her dad. <laughs> so she could do that. <laughs> That she ain't gonna do that, but yeah, that was my week, man. Trying to avoid uh, my mama tax, and then uh, what did I do this week? I never know what. Let me look at my calendar. I know I had some shows. Oh, I sold five DVDs. Hey, nice. uh, four, nice. four, four through the mail. Let me, let me let everybody know who's buying these DVDs, right? I, I appreciate y'all. Um, for people who is asking me for discounts, let me tell you something. You're already <laughs> getting a discount. You're getting a discount because the people who watch the DVD says, you know what? I should charge you guys forty five dollars. I'm lying. Maybe about twenty. But you're already getting a discount. All right. Support support local comedy. Support right the Thank fact you. that I put my money up in my Damon Dash voice yeah. to gather my friends to help me film my DVD. Mm-hmm. Because if it was Kevin Hart, you can't call Kevin Hart up and say, can I get the hookup? You can't. Oh, not at all. You know why you can't call him? You're going to give Kevin that plus tax. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so when I ship you my DVD, right, it's twelve fifty if you go through my my website because I'm I'm charging you shipping, but it, but still I'm still eating most of the charge because I'm paying a dollar fifty for the envelope that's bubble wrapped inside <laughs> of the envelope. Exactly. So I'm eating the charge. So yum, it all actually it, on top of the finance charge was square. That's like another dollar or thirty five cent. So I only make a nine dollars and forty five cent to the T. So I lose three dollars. You know what? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm sitting here talking to Fifty Cent. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of how deep he right went right there with yeah. 
cost analysis of Mike B. Because somebody, because somebody don't appreciate out there. Let me just say that to the three <laughs> people listening <laughs> online. Y'all don't appreciate what you get when you get yeah. that DVD. Then you get the, 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 right. you get the DVD. You're like, oh man, that joint's high. I should have paid. Yeah, you should have paid the full price, but I gave you the hookup. So all I'm saying is, you Ain't know, no so you, up. you know, I, I, know, I appreciate y'all wanting to get the discount, but you can't call JB Fox and be like, "Can I get 15 off the 25 dollars DVD?" You can't do that. You can't do that to him. Don't do that to me. Just buy the DVD. If you don't like it, shut the hell up. If you love it, please email me and let me post it on my Facebook page. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. And no EBT sure. cards. All right, just get your money right. Absolutely. So we're gonna take a one-stop break. We'll come back. We're gonna talk to our guest today, Miss yeah. Candice August. Yeah. All this and much more on the w- on Omar Radio Show on WLS Radio. Dot com. So cool, ain't never met a like you. I'm ready. You can take me home right now. And if your baby mama catches, I'll fight right now. You know the cool moves. Timepiece blue, you. Fabiani diamond knee boots. No, they won't. Don't let the ruffle socks and giggle and fool you. Ooh, and my baby head. I've been wanting to. I've seen you in strokes. Been that time in Vegas, fight night. You and your boys playing poker. Hold up. I know it's your type. I know you got three of them watches, but I know what you like. You the type that I've been waiting for all of my life. How could your ex girl be watching me? How could she go die? Or your millionaire friend Say you a foe, but to me, I see a tent I'm all in Come, I lie, and I don't even know how to roll But I try, girl, you just a fine mother It's something kind of I suck up in a minute For you, I caught the watch and the charm For you, I sell a house and a farm I know you used to mark Always treating hoes, but for you I let you start a beacon store Smoke, perk, move, work, and just cruise with you like your homeboy, just be cool break with you. Break you all, uh-huh. break you all. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Welcome back to the Open Mic Radio. 
Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Brown with Greg. Yes, sir. Uh, Marcus. 42 regular. Oh, man. <laughs> and our special guest today, I met her at the, uh, I always have a backstory. Okay. I have a backstory for everybody. You so, better. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is this is a good one. Can't wait to hear this one. Okay, so I was stalking. Let's put a pin in that already. Let's put a pin in that already. For questions and concerns. Ladies and gentlemen that's listening, no good story (laughs) should ever stop with I was stalking. But but I I trust my brother. He's going to turn it around. He's going to turn it around. Before he turns it around, let me back it up another further. He said, yeah, I met her. And I'm like, okay, make that sound. You know, you're married. So am I. I don't, you know, don't get yourself in trouble here. She's an attractive lady sitting here. And, you know, Radio Land can't see that. And he's like, and I was stalking. I was like, okay, back it on up, fam. Like, come, on. come on, bring this home, Pastor. Mm-hmm. So I'm rooting for you here. I'm just being on the front row. I'm, you know, I don't get it yet, Pastor, but the Lord said something for you to tell us. So it's coming. Come on, Pastor. Are we good? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm pinned now. Okay, I'm pinned. Hold, okay, hold on. Needs some background music. Really? You had to keep the music again? Yeah. Keeping the music's not helping. Well, like, it, it, it was not at all. It's not, like I play, it's not like I played Jodeci, like, yeah, freaking I was, you. I was trying to hear it. I was like, this well, that would kind of add to the stalking, but go ahead. <laughs> no, no. So what happened was, okay, this is what happened. All right, no. So Wayne Man had said something about Candace August, right? So I was like, okay, that's that's where the stalking began. But it wasn't really I was stalking her. It was like, I knew her. I, knew, I heard of her in the comedy scene, but I would always see her. And I'm like, oh, I know her, but I never speak to her. Like, I'd be like, she'd get off stage, and then she'd be like, all right, I'm about to go. And she'll leave. And I'm like, hey, all right, all right, I'll talk to you later. So I seen her at the the, the library joint, right? The joint in um, the Northwest. Li- uh, yeah, the library. What's the, what's the li- East by Catholic University? The, the library show. The, um, the reading room? The reading room. No, I say the reading room. Never, they just said, I'm like, oh, man, that's a good I was like, she did the reading room. I'm like, oh man, that's a good set. You were there? Yeah, see what I'm saying? I was st- <laughs> that's why I'm talking about the stalking. Like, I was there. He was behind the books. This ain't getting no better. Yeah. Like, this is a story. So, so, no, no. So then you're then digging she- your way out the hole slowly, but the dirt is still falling. <laughs> no, like, because, no so, then, so then I saw an RFD she performed. I'm about to speak to her, and she left because she'll do a set that she'll leave. You were there? I was there. Once again, the story is but I was, But I was co hosting that day at RFD. And she went early, so as soon as she went up, she had left, whatever. But I was there, so I finally got a chance to talk to her. I'm like, hey, good set. This is at Chief Heights, where she was the only one who sat through everybody's set who was bombing, because every comic, it was the last the last Chief Heights show, by the way. Um, and everybody, every comic felt like they were the one who could bring the show back. And, and, and no one could. No one could. Every comic was like, I'm going to put on my Superman cape or my Wonder Woman lasso, and I'm going in. And they would go up, and they would bomb. Apollo like, Creed. And die. Oh, and die. Oh. But Candace, and awesome at the same time. But Candace sat there the whole time, like a audience member. <laughs> it was like, Did you I, laugh? I, oh, yeah, I, I was actually paying attention. I'm probably the only one. Yeah, she was. She was the only the one. I was like, I'm gonna support local comedy guys. Bless Man. your heart. And then she went up and started singing Uptown Funk. <laughs> that's how you turn it around. I cued the yeah, DJ yeah, and just had a dance like, party. That's, that's how yeah, you turn like, it around. Yeah, to know your crowd. Yeah, yeah, she was like, you know what? Fuck these jokes. Yeah, exactly. let's go, right. Yeah. Let's, let's go do this. I was like, I'm not even going to do what's already been done. Let's just why reinvent the flat wheel. So, this is what I realized in, in this intro. Stalking was the bad term. Yeah. Stalking was the bad term. Maybe it was like I didn't get a chance to introduce myself. Stalking to was a true term, though. It was kind of. Every time she said you were there, that makes it stalking. And the fact that one of those you were the host of, she still said you, you were there. You know, you know. As you say that, I think of someone taking a picture at each place she was at. <laughs> Of you, and then somewhere Mike is in the background, <laughs> photo bombing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just 
I was there. <laughs> no, I'm picturing Mike taking all of these pictures like a like a private investigator. <laughs> like it's just her walking out of the bathroom. Like she don't even know a photo is being taken of her from somewhere. There's like a beautiful mind room with all the pictures <laughs> yeah, on the walls like, with a time equations stamp. and stuff. So this is what she does on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't know if she's listening to that. But, hey, ladies and gentlemen, start covering that for Ms. The lovely yeah. Ms. Candace August, y'all. Woo. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, not a problem. Thank you. Um, real quick, what um, we're going to start off. We're going to start off slow. Okay. That did not come out right. Mm. With stalking and everything <laughs> else. That did not go. I'm sorry. Okay, we're going to start off. We'll get you in the comedy. There you go. There, okay. Thank good you. Question, good question. <laughs> um, I'm going to submit me some tea. I have just... <laughs> I've always loved um, being funny, and I've always loved being the center of attention. So they kind of go hand in hand, right? Get yeah. on the mic and tell your jokes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so you started off in the because um, a lot of people don't know this, and I, I, well, I mean a lot of people. <clears throat> you saying you've researched this? I just found I did this research. Rippy. <laughs> well, no, because Wayne. Never mind. She yeah, yeah. she started with the she's, and, she's and in the right. Ra- Wayne man under the bus with him quickly too. Like, <laughs> well, Wayne man. Well, well, Wayne man is the bus store. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> never mind, never mind. So you you're, you're in the comedy, the DC Comedies Writer Group, right? Mm-hmm. So um, talk about talk about that experience and how did you find the group and all that. Um, okay, so as I mentioned, I've, o- I've always been into comedy. Um, just love being funny, telling jokes. And I was dating this guy who would always tell me that uh, women can't be funny. And I was like, are you kidding? I'm hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. And um, he was like, whatever, we'll see. I know about this group that meets in D.C. and they're a writer's group and we'll, we'll go see what you got. And then uh, we stopped seeing each other and I ended up still going anyway by myself. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, well, let's put a pen there for a second. Put a pen in it. Did, did, did he continue to go to the writer's group? Because I could imagine that just being no. uncomfortable every no. Monday. I guess. Yeah, a little bit. You know what? You know what? I hate you. Well, that's why you have a little thing. Well, you know what? Like the writers' group has taken a nasty turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually he actually never. Man be like, well, because he. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he actually never went. But I I have been going religiously ever since then. And uh, it's a good experience for new comics. You can network, you meet a lot of the other comedians in the city, um, and they kind of give you direction on your writing. So the first time I went there, I had just the story that I wanted to tell that I thought was hilarious. And um, so I just told the story, and they kind of helped me punch it up and told me like where the funny was and what I should keep and what I should lose and what I should exaggerate. And uh, that turned into my very first uh, three-minute bit, because um, when I first started out, I couldn't get any more than three minutes. And, uh, you know, I do that bit to this day. So You say you couldn't get any more. Like, that's all they allowed you to do on stage. Mm-hmm. When I was brand new. Uh, take, the five, take the other two. Like, you know what? Screw y'all. Okay? I'm going <laughs> to do five <laughs> minutes, okay? Three minutes. You don't like it, Kurt or Wayne Man or <laughs> Kiss Mike. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to say the name of the, uh, the, the guy, because uh, from what I understand, people don't like him too much in, in the comedy scene. But All right. I think I have a... Alright. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, he would only give newbies uh, three minutes. So. Well. Oh, okay. um, we probably mistakenly say his name openly. <laughs> I might say it right we, now. We've been, we've been known to say that. Like, we from we, time we to name time. drop on this show. Yeah. But no, we don't actually want to name drop. We most times we're like, I'm not going to say the person's name, Tony. <laughs> and like, then it was one time we were like, man, we're not going to say the name, but then you hear, like, in the background, you hear us with a Sharpie, like, write the person's name on his double. I heard that podcast. <laughs> Y'all said the name several times <laughs> like, thereafter. Like, somebody just spells it accidentally. Hold on, is that a, uh, is that a D-A-M-O? Is that, <laughs> is that two X's? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we won't, uh, 
We won't say his name just yet. But I like how you said just yet. I feel it's coming. But anyway, so I would get three minutes, and he was that particular promoter had me on for a couple of shows, and it was actually Leon Scott who was the first one to give me seven minutes. Nice. And I was like, I thought I was, I was like, oh my god, seven minutes, and it just I've kind of been building from there. Okay. Okay. What is um some of your goals in comedy starting? I mean, just starting now, but what are you aspiring to get that's to? That's a good question. Without right? defending women. Like, you know, women can be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Proving something out here. That's important to me. Um, I kind of have set a goal to do every single open mic in the city. Every, mm. every promoter's room and every night, I want to do all of those. So I've almost done them all over the past five months. Um, so that's kind of a, an immediate goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the long-term goal, just to go as far as I can in this comedy thing. You know, maybe one day be taping my own one-hour HBO special, you know? And, you know, and I'm glad you, put, you, you said that because, you know, there's a wonderful underground DVD right now that's been sold from the trunk of my car. It's, it's not about you right now. <laughs> I feel like we're just part of one big commercial. <laughs> it, it, I mean, ultimately it is, but. This is, it's like that four in the morning commercial. <laughs> Infomercial? Yeah, that's exactly what this is. I actually is. can't wait to watch it. I think it's going to be good. It is good. It's actually excellent, but we're not, not going to talk about how great no, no, no. I am. We're not going to talk about how great I am. No, we have the whole rest of the show to do that, Mike. <laughs> we have a whole season to do that. And I feel like we will. I feel like that's all. What kind of man down. talks about another man, David Dash Boy? Sorry. Exactly. Um, calls him a boss. Boss. So. <laughs> So how, how, how long have you been doing comedy for? I have been, okay, so I lived in New York for a couple of years. Okay. And I actually took one of those stand-up comedy courses. It's like three or four weeks long. You do one, one like hour, a couple hours a week. And then at the end of the thing, you get a five-minute set. Okay. At the, um, it was like one of the bigger places in New York. Oh, like that the sounds Empire like one of the bigger places. Or, I can't remember. Caroline's. It definitely wasn't Caroline's. I want to say it was the the comedy seller or okay. something like that. I can't remember, but it, it was one of the huge places. And they gave us, um, everybody in that in the audience were students in the class. It was, right. just, it was just us because it was like on a Tuesday at like two in the afternoon that they, <laughs> they gave us this mic sound. I can't go because I got to uh, finish work. my shift. Like, what are you talking about? These fries ain't going to drop themselves in this grease. <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, so I did that. I loved the experience. It was like a head rush. And uh, but I lived in New York, so I didn't have time to do stuff that I was for free. I had to have like four jobs because right. I lived mm-hmm. in New York. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Um, and uh, so I just I never followed through with it, but it was always something that was there that I wanted to keep doing, and it never never ever went away. And um, you know, then here recently, uh, six months ago, uh, this guy's telling me that you know you're not eh, you're not that fun. You're all right, and I was like, okay, let me show you. And then I've been on stage ever since. Right now, say, say his name. We don't mind. Yeah, now we <laughs> can we can put whoever that was on blast. Please say his name. Yeah, I'm he's not friends with please the name drop. that are listening in. Uh, <laughs> please name drop. Drop his name. Is he a comedian? Oh, he's not. What is his name? Oh yeah, we, we can definitely name drop him. We won't say the other person's name. Yeah. Because I like to get booked one day. Right. Yeah. Well, and that guy does several shows. Yeah, he does actually. The name that we will not say. I haven't haven't booked me yet. So. Well, he's actually he's very good for newbies like you first start like when i first started i first started at a, a hood room so it was like you know, hey how's everybody doing get off the stage <laughs> <laughs> right, that's all my time well, thank y'all. <laughs> and you know I, I worked my way through that room like that was my mm-hmm. only mission was to just 
Get off the stage with him. What? Who said that? Like just to, to conquer that room. Yeah. yeah. And once I left that room, he was one of the first people that gave me a chance Sometimes outside of those hood rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, hey, how's everybody doing? Oh, nobody gonna yell out? Oh man, <laughs> it's a little different. Can actually, finish this set. Right. Oh, oh that's cool. What a, well, you know what? I'm aggressive anyway. Like, like, <laughs> but he, you know, I appreciated him for that. But after that, after that newbie stage wore off, you, you never hear from him again. Kind of. You got to know somebody after that type of thing. Like, oh, it, it becomes hug. a drop off. Like, you know, hey, can I get up? Like, your okay. email just goes into cyberspace. Yeah, I. Mm. But. We back cool again because I think I got a show coming up with him. So Sweet. Uh, shout out to him and I'll say your name probably like right at the end. Please, uh, please, yeah, see what you can do for look, me. Look, now look at God. Because I like his room. Let me tell you how my hey. God. See how my God work? And he will work for you also if you buy my new DVD that's in the <laughs> trunk of my car. <laughs> Jesus is looking down like I have nothing to do with this. There's okay? no such thing as shameless plugs. Jesus is like, you what? charge me for a DVD, okay? And I'm doing the ship of the handler myself. I'm the shipper and the handler. Son of a okay, okay, so I got to ask this question. All right. What, you need to tell us at least one of your good times doing comedy and mm-hmm. one bad time. Okay. Mm, yeah, we all got them. And I will yeah. try to do good it without the name dropping. Um, if, you, if, you, if, you get, if you get close, I might drop the name for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm about to say, we will do that. We, yeah, we're we, definitely alley oopers right here. <laughs> Even if it wasn't an alley oop throne, I'm just dunking the ball. Who was at Southeast D.C. and did the like, Chico? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chico's Chico. Tony's move. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I thought I had a name. I thought I had a name. So, that might happen. Um, okay, let's start off with the good times. Uh, definitely that that set at Chief Ike's when I just said, forget the jokes, let's mm-hmm. just dance. That was awesome. Um, did you dance? I did, I did. I just kind of led, everybody was up there dancing. It was awesome. Visual picture in my head. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, Sorry, Mrs. Brown. Uh, I think one of, I think one of my favorite times was when I did Sally's. Um, Sally's had a very um, urban crowd um, and I wasn't sure how they would receive me and I was very very nervous but I got up there and I did my set got my laughs and and I loved it you know because I kind of uh, faced the fear and and got through it and it was cool Mike Mike was there and I actually saw him he, saw and him. he, he saw was him there at that time, that time. time. shout out to Attack of the Comics Haywood turns to Mike Brown yeah that's <laughs> what we did solid I could name drop this that. time he wasn't behind a bush or anything no 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 hiding <laughs> behind a, a well, space what the, heater well what the few times I was hanging for the Raptors upside down with my camera <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great room good energy um i i judged the crowd more than they judged me and i was like they're gonna hate me and you know it's not gonna go over well it went great I that happens it. to mike every week I yeah <laughs> they're gonna hate me yeah i do it every single time like man they're gonna oh they love me but they hate me yeah like, you know what he's right we do hate you <laughs> <laughs> if you do hate me you can still buy a dvd, buy a DVD. <laughs> I hate DVD watch it and hate me while you watch it <laughs> buy one and watch it and hate him <laughs> it was once i got i, I got out promoted but i got out plugged by another plug because it was hip-hop so I was like i got my dvd they're like yeah but i got this mixtape uh, <laughs> they're like five dollars like you can just take my tape uh, <laughs> that's funny how'd you uh, get out plugged oh, <laughs> I got, oh. i'm recording mine right now <laughs> <laughs> you, you in my, it's your, my studio space <laughs> like okay but speaking yeah. of hip hop, so the the Sally show, they also have local artists, musical mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. and that was cool too because they showed a lot of love. They were, you know, they're like, we're here doing our thing, you're here doing your thing, just <laughs> you know, support local artists. Did they try to merge things. Oh, super like, cool. Oh, yeah. Your thing. I want to do our thing. I remember. I remember that set now. Now I remember. This is what happened. I got a story. Have another backstory. Okay. She was at Sally's, right? She had said something to the fact because every when she went up there, every dude was like, oh, 
doing she fine like that right exactly. in their head they're like oh, merge our hip hop and comedy thing together yeah. so then she like they was talking to the whole time I know I could, I know what dudes are not listening they're just like oh she fine right she funny too but she fine but then she was like she's like in, like she's in, funny too but she fine she, she said she was like in the summer. <laughs> that's they were, I'm sorry that's what they were yelling yeah. oh she fine she funny too she fine <laughs> oh, she, said, she, she said she was in some part of Virginia and like you could just hear the silence and everybody was like do 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 cause yeah. she was like oh I ain't driving I ain't to Virginia I ain't going to Virginia I said I live in Sterling Virginia you heard oh, no. some dude in the back go damn yeah. <laughs> right yeah I, I, I remember that yeah <laughs> like she fine but she ain't she ain't driving out to Sterling fine she ain't messing with them cops fine she ain't paying tolls fine <laughs> <laughs> ain't paying tolls fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, ain't paying no tolls last time I went to Sterling you remember that time you had to come and get me right everybody has a bad Virginia story you know my tags my tags are dead why would I want to go out Sterling remember that last time when I was in the middle of the HOV lane cut off yeah that was the last time with Sterling meet me in the middle meet me in Alexandria Caught that charge out of a gym. Right, right at the other end of a bridge. <laughs> Sterling. Uh, and so, well, uh, one, Sterling? I'm sorry. So, <laughs> it's so far from everything. I have to yeah. drive 45 minutes for anything. It's just, it's a heartbreak. That makes me feel lazy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I didn't have to drive 45 minutes to go there, and I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's, like, it's like um Frankie. I know she always, uh, she she lives in Virginia, right? Yeah. But she go all the way out, like Baltimore. And I like, more power to you, because I'm not going to Baltimore. You got to show me a dollar or a triple <laughs> or a Like, something got to give. Give me a key of Coke or something. But if you go get something. A brick. It's just so far. And that's, that's what led me to talk to Wayne about starting my own open mic I was like I need to start one out here because I'm so tired of driving to DC yeah. or Maryland for everything oh, so. so real quick um, before we, we um, cut you off um, talk about your podcast you have one um, is, I know it's you Mike Black um, another white person one more white person <laughs> and Wayne. John Quinn okay. uh, John Quinn's the one who kind of heads the podcast he mm-hmm. edits it and publishes it um, he's amazing and uh, and then it'll be whatever random members of the meeting w- that want to participate um, and he will lead a discussion and, and we'll do that so the DC uh, Washington DC writers group uh, we get together we'll do a writing exercise um, so there'll be a prompt and everybody will write a joke about it and then we'll yeah, record an example of that too um, let's see man I'm not putting you on the spot now like this yeah. Oh, well, I'm trying to think what the last one was. Okay, so one time, uh, Mandy, who is the co-founder with Wayne, Mandy, Mandy Dalton, um, what she did was she brought a deck of cards, and everybody was supposed to write down a job that you would hate to do. And then she put... <laughs> Besides your own? <laughs> um, you know, some outlandish job that you would hate to do. Then she put the stack of index cards back together, and everybody else would have to pick a card. And then you write a resignation letter for this horrible job. Wow. It was it was hilarious. Um, one of the one of the things I put down was elephant trainer, and uh, this dude was hilarious. He said, <laughs> "This was his resignation letter. He's like, dear Dumbo, if you're reading this, my job here is done." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Quality. Um, but yeah, so th- so that's what we do, and uh, we'll record we'll record the people's answers from the writing exercise, and then uh, we do a panel discussion of this one was good and why this one needs work and how could we fix it how could we punch it up what can be taken out or added to make this uh funnier 
and that's what the podcast is. Um, and they do it every week or every other week we'll record the writing exercise. And there's been two specials um, that were not about the writing exercise. It was one where I interviewed Wayne about what it takes to start an open mic uh, of your own. And then there was another one where we just discussed writing styles and how people come up with their material. Yes. I have a question. Sure. Um, <laughs> what keeps people from getting... Because <clears throat> we know comedians are very sensitive people. Very. So I'm just picturing someone having their joke pulled out and them <clears throat> saying, okay, let's look at how bad this joke is. <laughs> I think, oh, well, we need to fix this. And it's like, you know, well, your joke wasn't that funny either. <laughs> Who are you to tell me, Wayne, man? My joke wasn't funny. And da, da, da. Like, I mean, what, what keeps that so, from So we've thought about that. What we do is the, the bad, air quotes, joke, which is not necessarily the bad one, but the one that can use some work. Um, we always choose that from the people who are doing the podcast. So if it was the four of us doing it, it w we would have to pick the bad joke as one, one of ours four. so mm -hmm. we can talk about it. And then the good joke can be picked from, from anybody who agreed to have their joke released and recorded. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. how we do it. I say, it's funny that you mentioned that because I always want to pick a bad joke from just the whole lot and they're like we can't use anybody's joke yeah, if, they somebody is not if they weren't here <laughs> like, it's like oh we have a phone call it's me I heard you the joke is kills in rooms you don't know nothing in the urban rooms at that they don't tell me to shut up they love that joke love that. you don't know nothing but I don't like to look at it as this is a bad joke. I like to look at it as like, this is how this one can be made better. Mm. But I think the way that you're saying it, comedians are sensitive people and they would see it that oh, way. Yeah. Why yeah, did you yeah. pick mine as a bad joke? Yeah, why don't you, you pick one of your jokes, huh? Because mm. people love that joke. Wayne Man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just love saying Wayne Man. Me and Wayne Man have like this ongoing beef that neither one of us know we have yet. <laughs> <laughs> like I see it like every chance I get, whenever I see a post on I'll be like, hey Wayne. I can't stand you. Like I put, I post a meme to like to desensitize the anger, but it's still there. It's still there. <laughs> like yesterday was it? Um, it was on Ralph Cooper's status, right? Shout out to Ralph Cooper. Uh, he was talking about. Uh, it was an article that was about stop telling people on Facebook that you killed. <laughs> so uh, he called out Jelani. Oh, I was just about wow. to say that. Every time. Killing it. Every time. I love wow. Jelani. <laughs> so he called out Jelani, right? Whoa. And, and somehow, I think I, I mentioned Wayne Man in the, in the article. I put a picture of the state attorney, Mosby. Uh, and I said, mm. I'm just sitting here waiting for Wayne Man to make a in, do an interview with this dude Dunham because he does an interview for everybody but DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> so he comments back. So then I put another picture of Mosby. <laughs> like I'm just waiting on my interview. So he does this long plug about who he already interviewed, like Judy Carter <laughs> and like the person who wrote for Friends. I like so I, I noticed a trend. You know, you said everybody but the people in DC. He was, and then he tried to change the subject. Now, mind you, I keep putting the picture of Bosby. It's different pictures of her. <laughs> oh, man. So he keep putting his pictures up. He was like, oh, have y'all noticed we hijacked the um, the thread? So then I put a picture up and said, hey, I noticed you tried to change the subject. I think I won. I'm going to go work out now. And I left. He didn't comment back. I'm waiting for Wayne Man. Wayne Man, listen, I'm waiting for you to comment back. I got pictures of the, uh, of the bear there. I am. You're a cyber bully. He started cyber it. A comedian cyber bully. He started it. Oh my God. Shout out to Wayne. He's so sweet. I love him. He, he welcomed me right away. The first time I ever went to uh, the writer's group. He's just great. Marcus. I'm not going to let you off the hook. Because you told us about a great time. Did you tell us about a bad time? Yeah. I was waiting. I wasn't going to say yeah, now. I was just going to kind of wait it out. Okay. We had those two. Yes. Um, it was another urban crowd. It was before I had done Sally's, and this is what gave me the fear. Um, I don't want to say too much about it and give it away, but it was. You're probably going to fill in the blank. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was half comedy, half karaoke. 
And okay. um, yeah, we all looking to the sky. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and uh, if you give me some paper, I'll write it. Um, but Searching it was half comedy, half karaoke. <laughs> And um, I'm trying to figure it out myself. It what was what day of the week was this? Do you remember? Oh, I can't remember because I never went back. She's not, she not trying to give us clues, Marcus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know the date. It's like a, it had to be like a Tuesday or Wednesday. We're in here scouring for Sharpies. Uh, <laughs> Mike is about to prick the end of his fingers as if he has diabetes. <laughs> Just right with this. And um, he's constructing it, a pen. <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, and I'll and I'll tell you another really bad one too. Um, that one I can probably say the name of it, but I won't. But anyway, so it was this urban room. It was out in D.C. and um, it was half cam, half comedy, half karaoke, and just none of the people were really like listening. Engaged, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a I guess it was a sports bar. They had this huge TV with the game on that they didn't even turn off. Mm, <laughs> right, bad. right behind. Been there. We you know. So the comics are performing. And the stage, if you will, it wasn't even really a stage, it was just an area up in the front, was right by um, the door. So not only are you performing and people aren't really paying attention to you because they're all turned up and drinking and they're doing whatever else, um, but you're right by the door. So anybody that comes in or leaves is walking right in front of your set. <laughs> you got the TV Excuse playing me. the game been there on too. above you. Your jokes you. weren't good enough to keep me in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I apologize. You know, and it just, it, it was one of those things where you were like struggling to take control of the room and uh it just is just it's a battle you're not going to win they're either, they're either paying attention to you or you're not and the thing that made it so much worse is because both of these i'm going to do another bad story it's the same way i had asked all these people to come with me so i had like five oh. of my friends there watching me struggle they were the only people paying attention to me and you know i got off the stage and they were like you were you did okay you were so funny <laughs> i thought you were funny yeah, exactly <laughs> i laughed yeah and they aside from them two dudes that walked in front of you <laughs> honestly you know what i got the last joke i didn't get it. <laughs> they just didn't get it and watch out kevin hart <laughs> they were so supportive and they were actually paying attention to me so they actually could tell if i was you know funny or not because they actually were the only people who listened to the set and one of my and uh the other comics kind of came up and just kind of freestyled and kind of joned on the crowd it wasn't really mm -hmm. something people had a, like a tight an practice urban room. set yeah. and uh so that was one of the things my friends told me was like you were the only one who went up there and had like you know practice material you could tell that it was you know mm. something that was rehearsed and written and you know we like that so they were like struggling to compliment me <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna stop supporting you yeah, they're gonna sure. stop that they're was gonna, it i'm gonna put that out there they're gonna they're gonna you stop and then they're gonna come back so how's the, like, how's that comedy thing going like, gonna, how's that little thing you do you know that <laughs> when you stand up and i love it how they always downplay that little you still tell your little jokes mine used to be worse because of the comedian that shared the name that i did and he was on tv and it was like hey is this you always be oh uh, <laughs> hell no you sure? I'm pretty certain that I haven't done a special that I didn't know about. There wow. Was, there was wow. Another, do you even, do you even wow. know who that is? Yes. Um, I'll say his name. Funny story. I got a funny yeah, story. Yeah, 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 we can say okay. that, man. Okay, yeah. So oh, yeah. when I first started doing comedy back at All Stars Comedy Club, it was me, Dave Tullis, and the first person that ever put me on the show oh, was um, Dingbat. And um, <laughs> oh man! And and so he put me on the show, and like he he helped me like gain that edge. Like I didn't have to go to urban rooms because he bought the he urban, brought the urban, urban to me. <laughs> he bought it yes. to me. So I did like two shows. I did I did several different shows. I always get called to do a show where they love me for some reason. What like his shows always start like yeah the show starts at eight o'clock. 
but the show what you get there the show at 10 15 yeah 10 15 2 o'clock in the morning like and, <laughs> <laughs> like this one mm-hmm. show i almost got shot at like it broke out to this big brawl he was doing his his bid on africans and there was an african there and said it, the dude just yelled off an artist my dude i don't think that was funny he was like man what you want to do cuz and then next thing you know <laughs> zero to a hundred <laughs> real, real quick. quick next thing you know he snaps the microphone now everybody goes outside <laughs> Wait, there's no sense of diffusing it just real quick <laughs> what you want to do he throws the microphone down. Everybody That's goes outside. <laughs> Everybody's outside, right? Oh I'm like, so he went and punches. Oh I'm, I'm telling this whole story. He punched Turk. Remember Comedian Turk? It was a little African dude. He punched Comedian Turk in the face. <laughs> and, and Turk... That's who said this, I don't find that funny. No, that was dude? no, no, that was Dingbat. But Turk, oh, but hold on, the dude, the African dude that stood up was Turk. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no. That's because he was trying to <laughs> so another African. So he just started punching Africans. Yeah. So he, so he <laughs> goes, right. so he goes and and, and and punches Turk right, and Turk like, man, come on, Dingbat, that's me, man. Why you hit me for right? And, and he was like, my bad, man. So, <laughs> so everybody, he was, so he was just swinging on Africans. Yeah. So like if you had a dashiki or anything on, you caught it. So it's a Mexican. Standoff right now, right? So in the middle of the fight, this is the first time I've ever done this. I grabbed Dingbat and I hug him. I hug this man. I said, Dingbat, you just got out. Don't hit me. <laughs> Hold on, my, no, 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 no. Don't what? hit me. My Put a pin in it. He did yeah. a stint. So how long ago was this? This is like four years ago. Okay, because I when I saw Dingbat, no, three years ago. I, I remember it. meeting Dingbat at some point in my past in comedy. <laughs> I don't know the room. I don't know where, but it's just people that you meet along the way. Yeah. You're like man, yeah. this guy's memorable. <laughs> and that was him. Yeah. And I always say that because when I saw him again recently, uh, he was at RFD. Yeah. And he came up there with two guys. One of them, this is what I was told, was that one of them was his manager and then one of them was his manager's manager. What? I don't know. Yeah. How, does, how does that work? I, I don't know yeah. how that works, especially for an open mic. The guy, mic. The like, guy with know. the locks is his manager. I met him. Yeah. 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 So there's not, there's not really a need for a manager at an open mic. Um, <laughs> you just no. manage to get your name on the list. And <laughs> That's man, funny. Yeah. Like, look, I need to yeah. put Dingbat on the list. Yeah. I'm a spokesperson. Yeah. Who, who is Dingbat? He's sitting right over there. He's, he's, he's chicken tenders. <laughs> so, um, but he, no, but Dingbat, he was very surprised. Like he actually, I went out to smoke a cigarette after my set. I was so stressed. He came outside. He was like, you know, you were great. He was like, all the greats. Um, you know, he, he name dropped Red Fox, whatever. Some people. He was like, all the greats had had like a comedy home. Had like a place where they would go and they could work their stuff out uh, in their hometown. He was like, this this could be your home. You're welcome to your whenever you want to come back. It was very, very sweet. Well, why you got to yeah. hug him because he's about to swing on everybody. <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, as I'm hugging him, I'm hugging him, and I'm like, dude. Calm down, you just got out. All I hit the African that he, he that they said, I don't think that's funny. Yells, I got a gun. Someone says, I got a gun. So I let go Bring of Dingbat. <laughs> no more hugs. I, I got to go. Over. We got to so, go. So now, I'm, now I'm like an ape on my hand. just came home. Because <laughs> he was swinging. And he was like, he was going to swing on, like, because he swung on, 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 on Turk. And then his sister came out of nowhere with two bottles. Pow, pow. Like on top of Turk's head. Because <laughs> of them. And then I was like, oh, so then. would have never happened to Akeem. What bar was it? No, this was in Virginia. It was like El Grande or something. I can't think of like the name, but it's like. don't tolerate that type of behavior in Virginia. So they got the. So so the dude, someone yells, he got a gun. I get get into full ape mode where I duck down and I'm like on my hands. Like trying to get to my car. And then I just pull out. So then Dingbat's calling me. Him and his manager are calling me. Like, yo, where you at? We about to finish the show. Fuck that show. I'm not oh, doing that. Yeah. Shots rang out. The show is over. It's over. We're, we're going to finish the show. I'm like, I can't finish the show. No, hold on. Okay. Here's my question. I'm going back so to... So many questions. Back to what an I was intermission, saying. bro. Because 
You said this was four years ago. Like, it's like it's gotta be like two or three years ago. When I saw Dingbat, I'm gonna say like a couple months ago, maybe you know earlier this year, end of last year. It was the same scenario of, <laughs> hey, where you been? I think this dude just came home. <laughs> so maybe he went back. Yeah, yeah like maybe that's where the inspiration. He, he always goes in and out and going out. Like whenever, like you know how like you see a comedian. You be like, oh, he must be working because I ain't seen him in a while. Right. When you see him, you're like, so how long you been there? <laughs> <laughs> Just got home. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna put a pin in this. We'll take a we're gonna take a one song break. Uh, Candace, thank you. Don't go nowhere because you're trapped now. You're here now. Okay. You're, you're you're trapped. You got to stick around. We'll take a one song break. We'll come back. We're gonna talk about pull up the format. We're gonna talk about Baltimore. Why not? Awesome. Everybody else talk about it. Got to. Let's, let's talk about it. Can't touch on it a little bit. Rub on it. Probably get some Jordans out of it. We'll be right back on the Michael Ray. on Obac Radio Show or WLLSRadio.com. You can say it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to say dot com. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't want you to. Queen B. That's me. Yo, I be buying bees, so all my girls be eyeing C's. Coming backstage, dying to get pleased. You got me, I rock the Versace and linen. Why you spotting, grinning with a bunch of foxy women? Why you speedball with cars? That's the valley. I get clothes custom made from a stylist. Cruise in my Lexus land with no malice. Why you walk the street until your feet get callous? Take you on the natural high like a pallet. It be all good, toss your clothes like a salad. When it's all over, put your vote in my ballot. This my diner, I'm Mel and you're Alice. Spend the night and look to see's palace. It be all good as long as you don't act childish. Why you standing there with the crisp in your cup? The worst come the worst, keep this on the hush. Uh. I know you see me on the video. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you. I had to let you know that I got a crush on you. Hey, yo, shorty, won't you go get a bag of the lethal? I'll be undressed in the bra or see-through. Why you count your juice thinking I'ma cheat you? The only one thing I want to do is freak you. Keep your stone set, I got my own baguettes. And I'll be doing things that you won't regret. Little Kim the Queen Bee, so you best take heed. Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. I'ma throw shade if I can't get paid. Blow you up to your girl like the army grenade. You can slide on my ice like the escapade. And itchy get chiaya with the marmalade. Who me? Not you. Oh, yes, who's he? I even dig your man style, but I love your profile. Whisper in your ear and get you all shook up. But don't blush. Just keep this on the hush. I know you see me on the video. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you Why you trying to catch sea breeze? I'm in the PVs, all chrome D3s Decked out TVs, CDs with crazy bass Keep my lady lace, don't be fooled by the baby face I hope you're not, cause your thighs got me hot Only one plan, that's to rise to the top I told you before when I first pursued I want to interlude in the news You know I love the way you fill up Sit my tequila, from the dealer, full and chinchilla. Heat up the clutch, 750 deluxe. Then we speed down the hutch, breaking trees in the dust. I'm not the one you sleep with, to eat quick. 
Want a cheap chick? Better go down a freak, Nick. You got to hit me off. Buy this girl gifts, of course. So I look sick in my six with my Christian LaCroix. I know you see me on the video. True. I know you heard me on the radio. True. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mention. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mention He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week yeah, welcome back to Oback Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Brown with Greg. Yes, sir. Marcus. Uh-huh. Candice. Right here. And uh, this is my favorite song, man, Crush On You. It brings it back to the 90s. I used to think I was Little C's with Little Hop. I used to love this video. Yeah. It was a really fun video. I wanted yeah. to be, that's one of those videos I wanted to be in. This one and any heartbreak. I just wanted to be in. I wanted to be in the scooter. Like, I, was, yes. I could be right there. I could dance better than Johnny. I wanted to be in the shiny suit with Missy, like you know, all in the camera. Oh. <laughs> Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly. I went, I went crazy when she was on the uh, Super Bowl um, hat. Yes. Yes. I was like, okay. oh my god, okay. yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, real quick, we're going to touch on this a little bit, or probably get some robbery out of it, whatever. So, um, Baltimore riots happened. Everybody knows that. Um, uh, let's see, Marilyn Mosby. It, no, I'm sorry, take that back. Stephanie Stephanie Rollins, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, the black mayor of uh, Baltimore. Um, she has said some controversial comments based on, you know, we uh, set, you know, we're trying to protect the people, but we also gave some space to destroy if they want to. And she's like, you did, I didn't say that. Then they replayed it. And then they were like, well, well, I didn't mean it like that. So, so she did say it. So she did say it. So because oh, okay. <laughs> it was on Instagram. I mean, All right. So before we jump into that, can, yeah. I, can I just ask, why is every woman in power in Baltimore so like beautiful and fine? They got the, the prosecutor, <laughs> the mayor. They're just, they just are so fine. It's like, look at all of these powerful, educated black women. I, I love it. See, yeah. I, I, what I like to say is, I think Curry, like both of them, um, the mayor, uh, Rawlings and State Attorney Mosby, mm-hmm. I like to call them Curry Washington. They both have Curry Washington features. For example, the mayor has Curry Washington lips. Mm-hmm. And the state attorney has Kerry Washington's face, like the bone structure. Yeah, and in in scandal, like whenever she drops a bomb, she always gives that face. I feel like I think she looks good like observation. A, I think you. she looks like a Rosie Perez Layla Ali hybrid. Oh the, yeah, the the attorney. Mm-hmm. They just are so. They are everything to me. I'm waiting for them to do porno parody of both of them. Like wow. Some, <laughs> good job. Find, so I took it there. I'm sorry. Somebody's <laughs> gonna, somebody can look people like are looking them. for that right and now. I'm online. sure you have a good title. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are people that are into that. Baltimore, ride us. Yeah. Ride. <laughs> two points. <laughs> two, two points. Yeah, so I like that name. I might call Vivid Studios. 
Uh, yeah, no, so, West Coast Production. <laughs> with Bar- Byron Long and Wesley Pipe. So, um, <laughs> told too much about ourselves already. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, so. Fist for everybody. So, so far, um, but at the end of the day, you know, the, the riots happened. The National Guard was called out. They locked off everything. So, um, recently, the uh, state attorney Mosby came out and pressed charge. They got charges. Warrants have been arrested. People, mm-hmm. the police have mm-hmm. been suspended. Mm-hmm. And then they released the pictures. And it looked like the Partridge family or the Brady Bunch. It was six officers, uh, two black males, one black female, and three white males. Mm-hmm. So for um, this is where it gets tricky because you know it was like it's a race thing. And you see three uh, black not. people, and they're yeah. like, oh well, well yeah. that well it's a sexist thing. But you see one black female, uh, like well shit. It's a color um, thing. It's a blue thing. <laughs> well, yeah. I see no Mexicans. They're like well, mm. <laughs> they're not hiring Mexicans they're for the Baltimore police. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mexicans in Baltimore are illegal. How about that? Yeah. So you know, so they're still on the curfew like Baghdad. So what is exactly? What are y'all thoughts on uh, what's going on in Baltimore and? I want to commend Baltimore for being so quick to action. Do you remember how long it took them to release the identity of, what's his name, Eric Wilson, after mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. other stuff? Mm-hmm. It was weeks and weeks. I remember Anonymous was trying to hack the, the HR right. base to find mm-hmm. his identity, and then they released like an erroneous name, and then we finally found out weeks later who he was. I watched the news the other day, and this is before, I didn't even know the pictures had come out. Yeah. But like three days ago, Baltimore had their names, oh, ages, yeah. tenure yeah. on the force. Like they were, they just gave those people up real quick. And, you know, they, they just moved into action so swiftly. Whereas all these other cases of uh, police brutality, I've seen, I, I feel like they dragged out forever. Right. So I will commend Baltimore on moving very quickly forward. Well, one of the things was that they, um, Don Lemon had interviewed um the state attorney about um how fast they she was able to make her decision on it mm-hmm. and i think like the police lawyers they they was trying to they were complaining that they responded yeah they was like this is ridiculous how why you know we've never seen you know a turnaround like this this yeah. quickly but she said that she had launched her own personal inver- investigation mm-hmm. from the beginning so she had already started building information about these folks so when it came that time it was like oh boom yeah, there I've been it is working on, I've been working on this already yeah. <laughs> you said you're hungry i've been cooking so, <laughs> so what do you guys think the difference is okay so is it the difference of a city where this has happened having a black mayor or is it the city where this has happened having a female mayor what what do you think i think difference is is three black cops because if it was three if it was six white cops we'll still be waiting but it was since there's three black cops and one of them a female, then it was like, oh, we, we could just get this away already. Okay. Well, I I think it's it's I more so it um, <laughs> having a um, a state attorney that was really trying to get justice. In Ferguson, we already knew they wasn't going to really go after, yeah. you know, the, the justice that was very needed in that town. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even afterwards, it was it. But that town again has a bunch of white people in power. Right. Baltimore mm-hmm. actually has right. representation of their population in power. So. Well, that that's definitely I think uh, a part in it. I was thinking this like right after after the verdict had came out and everyone was talking about well how do we heal you know how do we how does this town become better and I was like well more people need to step up mm-hmm. in terms of Ferguson you mean. Yeah, and, and in yeah, terms yeah. of Ferguson, more you know, there yeah, needs to be vote. more, well, not just <clears throat> politically. Yeah, I mean, but in terms yeah. of in terms of leadership, in terms of the right. people who then enforce the laws. Right, they need to have them. you know more people of color 
running for state's attorney, council members, it, it just wasn't there. Because Ferguson's what, like 60 per 70 percent black? Or yeah. Something. Um, in terms of the percentages of blacks compared to the percentages of blacks being arrested mm-hmm. was so flip-flop. And, com- and compared yeah. to the percentage of blacks represented in their police, defor- uh, police force, right? Like it was... Oh yeah, and that too. Yeah. But I mean, I think also the the culture in Ferguson compared to the culture in, in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, right. definitely to see and to see the reaction immediately. Like people, I mean, we really, all of us haven't traveled to Baltimore. Part of us were, were waiting to see like, okay, how far are they going to go? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, Baltimore can be a rough town in certain yeah, areas. Absolutely. And, you know, wait. I felt like it was going to spill out, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, they didn't let the animals out the zoo, and yeah. they're mm-hmm. down in the the harbor. Yeah, you, know, you didn't get. They they made sure you get to. The, they didn't get to that Ray Lewis statue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't get to that Ray Lewis statue. They wasn't into the or that Cal Ripken statue. They, 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 they wasn't yeah. getting to Candom's Field. Mm-hmm. They wasn't getting yeah. the, the National Guard was called out. And they knew the, yeah. the, the <laughs> dude, they were like let's stop this. Yeah, let's put, let's put a pen in this now. Yeah. They tear yeah. this so, but that was that was the whole so, thing. Okay. So that's if that's if, so that's what she meant by you know give them space to destroy. Like yeah, you could go ahead and destroy kiwis hair and nails. But you will not touch the Starbucks right next to the Baltimore Comedy Factory. You will not go there. You will not. Get, you will not. Get, you will not do that. No. You can destroy Earls, but you will not touch the, the uh-huh. CVS near, near, near the bar. And because of that, I'm gonna give me some Jordans <laughs> for seventy-two dollars. And, and if you, 180, uh, we, we'll, we'll talk after the show. I, I need a size cause, twelve because I need some summer shoes. <laughs> get your money right. Get your money right. I, I got it. You know, I got. I two hundred dollars. Yeah, now the sale, now. the looting is over, but the sales. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 Baltimore, the sales has just begun. The Baltimore <laughs> uprising sales is going on right now. Passing on the sales to you. That's I'll, me. I'll, I'll say this, man. I, I think through this entire experience, it has brought, I think, the best out of out of folks, and we naturally seen the worst in it. Um, I, I think it's going. I think it's going to be okay. Um, it's still yet to be seen, but there's, it was just <laughs> like a lot of it was just embarrassing, like yeah. just completely, Trendy. but I totally understand, you know, mm-hmm. but a lot of the, the youth was where I was concerned about because you just had a lot of youngins out there that was just cutting up just cause yeah. like, yeah. like they totally, yeah, they totally, I had a problem with the opportunists, the people yeah. who just, right. Hey man, it's my chance. Like, I mean, we I wanted about to destroy head, something but, anyway, but, like, yeah. but to that, a lot of those opportunists took advantage of it because of the neighborhoods that they come from, the, the you know, and the economics. So yeah. it's like, if, if the only opportunities around you is selling drugs, selling weed, you know, selling heroin. I mean, like, so you we, see an opportunity. Yeah, like that, and, so that's we're talking right. about Baltimore. So, so then, let's be right. <laughs> so if if you don't have any opportunity, like, oh my god, heroin, and you, <laughs> you don't have any money, yeah, I'm gonna run up in CVS and get a whole bunch of stuff I probably don't need. Mm-hmm. And some stuff you do need. And some stuff yeah, you need. I don't you need know. bad enough to destroy the CVS. Like yeah. I was mad when they burned it down and then started cutting the hose of the firemen. Did y'all see that? I didn't see them they cutting the hose. Okay, so they, they, <laughs> They had a fire truck pull up and putting the fire out at the CVS. And then you see they got video of kids coming up with a knife 
and cutting the hose to cut the power. To the fire this this, this oh, is my thing. This is my thing. Bug life. Yeah. They don't care in Baltimore. This, this is my thing, though. You know, and, and I was born, I was raised with my granddad who had a very old school mentality, you know. So I get it. I wasn't really embarrassed. I like, I get it, right? It's because my granddad used to say, if you show up late for work, right? If you're running late for work, you're not going to be on time. You might as well go to IHOP. If you run somebody over, if you hit somebody with a car, go ahead and back up and kill them because you get less time. So if you're gonna go ahead and ride, you might as well go all the way in, like destroy. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, know, you know what's crazy? I get that. I, no, okay, no, I, I, because you get, you get, did not. you get more, t- you can get more time for attempted murder than you would an actual murder. Yeah, because my, my greatness basically. What? I'm sorry. No, it's. Did I, did I dribble into that? Okay, okay, I, okay, listen, okay. I, I get it. Oh, 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 so, for example, right? For example, right? If yeah. I hit you and I'm like, like, not dead, but then I back up and kill you, I'm getting less time. Yeah. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, Pull yeah. up something on that nice computer. Right. Yeah. So, 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 I, I, I get it. I don't believe it. You need more people. So, I check this out, right? So, I check this out, right? Like, so, if you show up late, if you go, you show up late work, right? If you five minutes late or thirty minutes late, right? It's I feel the, I understand. It's that. the same right. I think full advantage. Yeah, yeah. He's still late. 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 Yes. <laughs> but, but, but the vehicular homicide. Hey, I need some he, explanation. He told me to back up. I'm like, I'm like, hey, if I hit and, somebody. And actually, with that late to work thing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be to work at seven thirty, right? If I'm gonna be late. I gotta call in by six and say, hey, look, I'm gonna be a little late. Hold it down. If I show up at eleven and I don't call at all, it's like that's a little really, dude. This is what you're doing. Like, how do you know already at six o'clock that you're gonna be late? That's early enough to be on time. That's true, but I won't comment on that. Address it, man. You gotta. Yeah, yeah, need to be on time, and I live in Sterling. <laughs> my, my, my granddad said, "Hey, just go in the back up." Like, sorry, grandma. <laughs> pop, uh, pop. No. Okay, hold on. I got Double a question. About, I got a question about Baltimore. Because I know my opinion, but I'll hear you guys first so I don't influence. What did you think about, because you mentioned the young people and how you understood the young people. Um, what was your feelings on the young person who was choosing to riot and his mother chose to shut it down oh, that and was great. gave him a Marvin Hagler special <laughs> and so snatched him up out of his... Did you, did you his... see that right hook? She um, wasn't playing. Yeah. She wasn't and then playing she's that. gone on a tour after that um, of all the talk shows. But continue. How do you feel? I'm sick of seeing it. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing it and I'm sick of hearing about it. Now, here's, <laughs> here's my take on it. Kudos, big ups to her. But the only reason why that video... Caught the fire that it did was because white America approved of it. Shout out to Toya Graham. <laughs> because, name. you know, any real mother has, I mean, black mothers have been doing that for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is nothing new to us. Mm-hmm. But white America saw it and was like, oh, she's a hero. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's taking pictures with Anderson Cooper and she's on CNN. Like and my thing is this. Everywhere. If this was six months ago in Baltimore and that video came out, oh, she's oh she's a monster. Oh, my God. How is she going to just beat her kid like that? It's Monday. You know who's watching that pissed off? <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Like, yeah. really? Oh, did she just beat him up? No. She's going to beat him? That's what I'm you saying. You're just going right? to beat him in public, huh? But, just... I, but I got to lose all my money, huh? <laughs> That's the only reason why it's she's on tour. Uh, discipline. I mean, so, so, you, so, if my granddad, right, was to listen to this scenario, <laughs> oh my God. he would say, Here we go. Beat him with a belt. <laughs> you, get, you might as well beat him with a belt behind closed doors because you get less time. <laughs> you get less time and you save money. If you, what, I take it back. Beat him with your hands and, on camera during the, in the ride. 
But don't be able to build behind closed doors because you get more money and you get to go on tour. I can see Mike's me. granddad with like a book of the state laws <laughs> trying to make his decision on how I he's going to handle See, what you want to do is look at, oh, I'm going to go number four right here, section no, three. Section four. I got Mike's granddad at home listening to this. Like, I did not say none of that. <laughs> so, I am being misquoted. <laughs> this, this is my thing. Everine, get over here. Get your brass up. I'm slap fire on him. <laughs> I'm going to beat him on camera get more money. <laughs> pay this. I'm going to pay this. over him with this Lincoln Mark 8, 1973. My granddad, Jess, he just got out of the Buicks. He did get like yeah. he, was, he was a beautiful. No, no, yeah. Sorry. So it is, he was a. What big, you trying to say about Bill? Uh, you got to get forty and over there, Joy. So he was what, back in style now since Shaq was in that one. <laughs> what you trying to say about Bill? I didn't Bill. believe that. I was like, Shaq can't fit in a regular he car. Can't. Like I didn't believe it when I saw That's it. But whatever. Photoshop. So this is my thing, right? As far that that whole video of her slapping the sun upside the hair, right? My thing is honestly, it's like overblown because at the same time. That one slap didn't stop the rise. They're like, oh, she slapped her world star. Now go back to this foot locker and let's get these size 13 joints. So it wasn't like she stopped the ride. It just happened. She had, it just so happens she got on court on camera disciplining her child, which in the other in the other time would be like, oh my god, she's an animal, right? And, and now she's on tour. But it, they're they're looking at her as the face of the other side of the black community. So they want to show the black community as, oh, we're rioting and we're tearing everything down. And then you see this lady who is clearly against it. She's dragging her son away from these riots and telling him not to do it. So she's the face of not all black people want to tear Baltimore down. But is she, right. but is she, not all but, black but, but people she, are against but, the police. But is she, is she, the, is, is she um, was she against it? Or was she just against her child being a part of it? Because I'm, I'm sure she got some of that beat from, from Maury's. Right, <laughs> right. My, question, my question on it is how much parenting was going on prior to this? Like, I've watched parents personally beat the tar out of their kids and then turn around and smoke weed and cuss and fight mm. in front of them. Mm -hmm. But you better not take, like, okay, I can use language on WLLS radio, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, so they'll beat, like, I've watched a parent beat the shit out of her child. Like be like same type ass. That was an easy ass whooping compared to what this child got. And afterwards, I like the child would tell me, man, I'm gonna be smoking weed in front of me and all types of motherfuckers build my. And I'm like, watch your mouth, like. But then you hear the mother, and it's right. like, you know, man, your child has been acting up. Hold on for a minute. Why the fuck is the school calling this goddamn house again? Like, <laughs> but it's that type of thing. It just makes me question, mom, how great of a mom were you? Before, before this like were you letting him run the streets anyway like how how great were you because if he if my mom ran up on me it wouldn't have took those jabs it would have been like oh shit mom okay mom i'm sorry i'm walking with you like he was running away he was right so some of that i questioned just as a teacher from that when you learn more about it here she's a, a mother of a single mother of five wow and that's her only son um, I'm not sure if he's the oldest or whatever, but he's the only son. And she just was like, I don't want him to get killed and shot like everybody else. So she dragged, skull dragged him Where off the street. Where daddy at? So, I don't know. Where daddy he, He's not there. He's daddy not one, there. Daddy two, daddy so three, she four. is um, the sole disciplinarian. And that was fear for her son's life, right? I can understand that. Well, I'm going to wrap this up. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, oh I was just going to say, um, you know, kudos to her. But I, like I, I, I just don't like the, the way how... You know, there's plenty of parents who really have a concern about their kids and do give a damn about their well-being. But because of everything burning around them, you know, you find this one person who does it. We should we should I think we should glorify all parents who take that effort, not just when the city is burning, but when it's not. 
I said, oh, my only problem with it was we glorify her. But a friend of my wife actually told her that they live diagonally from the CVS in that neighborhood. And the old people in the neighborhood stood in front of their corner store. And as the young kids are running up, you know, this is this is pops. This is grandma standing here like, you know, y'all better get away from this store here. I know that much. And I'll get my dentures here. You get young, young Buka. I know you. I know your grandmother. Right. It's like, all right, Miss Johnson, I ain't going to even do that. So, you know, show them. But, you know, they want to show, even though it, what she, her attempt was good, you're still showing us in a bad light. You're still showing, hey, look at, look at how the monkeys attack each other. I mean, yeah, this this yeah. monkey, yeah. this monkey That's did this to true. help this monkey out. They're still monkeys. I and, agree with that. Because it was a vicious attack. Like, she grabbed yeah. him, like, by yeah. the throat and everything. And I'm trying to figure out, like, how far did she follow him to get to the like? Because when it came, when it started rolling, like he was already on the corner. So how did she point him out like that's him and well, then like sneak up on him? Yeah, All like it took was an ear twist. Well, I All think, yeah, I think mothers can tell that's yeah. my child, you know. But no, I heard that she said she looked at him like locked eyes with him, and he was like, and I mean, and that goes back to what I said before in terms of you know how much discipline do you have all the time? The fact that he was willing to do that, it was like no, that look was supposed. I'd have been right into it. Cause there's certain uh, looks. Uber like, cab. Like, there's, hey, excuse me, can you give me a ride home? There's certain looks I give my daughter. Like she already know. I know she fired, but I was like, for real. I ain't got. I ain't got to say nothing. Do yeah, yeah. Don't don't make me move. No, don't, if I got to get up, if I got to put this controller down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I gotta put this, if I gotta pause this game. Cause I, I swear, I don't. Cause I don't watch my kids. I just listen. When it gets too quiet, I gotta get up and check. <laughs> but, but then, like, if they're beside me. I'm playing the game, and I'm like, okay, now if I gotta put, if I gotta push pause, I gotta push pause in the middle, in the middle of this NBA. Yeah. I'm already down exactly. by three points. It's 30 seconds left in this game. If I gotta if push pause. Lose my, my concentration. Stops. If, if <laughs> I got, if I gotta start parenting. <laughs> right now, this is gonna, gonna be a situation. Be trouble, trouble. Everybody, shut down. All right. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna take a one song break. When we come back, we're gonna talk um about some comedy, man. Yeah. So with some comedy because um it's some very controversial stuff that people like to talk about. And, oh yeah. uh, me and Marcus uh, was part of some of the uh conversation I feel I shared with y'all. Um I wasn't there, I was at a family barbecue. You was on you was on the you was on the Facebook. I wasn't there. I don't got the internet. <laughs> you got it on your phone. Page me. <laughs> Do, ooh, ooh. Right. I don't have the internet. <laughs> Not the internet. Dial up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take one song break on the Omac Radio Show on WLS Radio. Dot com. Yeah. My time zone when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that style phone and go pull it up but you know what's up and you know that ain't gonna solve nothing I mean Lord forbid I might follow something and I'm all another cause <laughs> <laughs> hold me down like bitch straps to the sight ward it's killing me but you still with me when I fight hard and you digging me when I'm eating you deal with me when my car's pulled could have dealt with me but you fell for me for I fell for you
Show me host Mike Brown with Greg. Yeah, Marcus. Hennessy. Candace. Nola, stand up. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, I, I have one problem. I have an issue that just happened. <laughs> this just happened. <clears throat> I may not be able to air this episode. <laughs> Are you serious? Because um, my, the, sis, the system went out. No, 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 no. I haven't no, been recording the whole because time. Because Marcus was telling his story and his mic was hot. Oh no! <laughs> no. That is, oh, that's what that's oh. that's what you call editing. editing oh, I, I don't know if I can edit that part out. Oh, man. Why? Because it's so great. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this show oh. may not. This show may not make the end. My job is at risk. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to share that information with people. But I didn't say your name, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Brown, I believed in you. <laughs> that, that's the Joe Clark voice. <laughs> <laughs> smoke crack, don't you? Don't you smoke crack? Nah, I might, I might still post it. If you say, if, I will, I will, I will post it. If you always post, I will post it. I feel it's slightly no, illegal. No, no, we should. Slightly yeah, illegal. Like we we, we need Marcus to be employed. Yeah, we, I feel like I'm breaking a law. I yeah. feel like there's somewhere, something written down on a piece of Those paper. children need him. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, 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 we trusted you, Mr. Brown. And I ain't trying to deal with that parent. <laughs> and nobody uncle or nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, we're not going to I just came that. home. I, I figured out how to edit that part out. Oh, man. Yeah, so um, anyway, 
I was the only one talking to. <laughs> yeah, I, don't th- I got to listen to it again, but I doubt it picked up, but just in case it did. Oh, man. But anyway, so yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> so we're back. And uh, so we are. <laughs> it's so going to get edited out, but I want y'all to know it was a great story. It was an awesome story. It was awesome, awesome story. Awesome. Let, me tell you, let me tell you so. <laughs> and there was no names involved. There was no, no names yeah, involved. I didn't drop any names. We're getting yeah, it at all. I'm proud of that. Which yeah. makes it. Fixed titular, right? Yeah, that's yeah, true. It was made made up story. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take it my didn't really chance. Happen. Go on, post it. I'm okay, all right. Take my chance. Okay, I'm gonna take my chance. She's gonna fail anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that F is in the mail. Like, she, she earned that F. Like, I'd like to go on record as being staunchly opposed to that. <laughs> the kids be like, "Why you give me an F? I don't give out nothing. Okay, you earned that F. It's <laughs> <laughs> yours. Why oh, you man. give me that? You've been working hard at that. <laughs> Shoot, that's how I feel in my class right now. Like I, I, I earned the F. I don't know why I got a B right now, but I definitely. <laughs> should not be passing right now in my class but um so we was on the dmv comics page right and uh, someone always posts a very intriguing question that always gathers me that always makes me want to go pull out my memes and post them profusely which i do uh one of the reasons i someone asked why i always post pictures one of the reasons why i post them is because i always get grammar nazi by people so instead of me oh i'm one of those I as well. so instead of me writing ex- us grammar nazis are we super annoying well no because somebody be like oh you, you, you put the comment in the wrong spot like you know what read this picture <laughs> <laughs> figure this picture out it's a thousand words that i was gonna write <laughs> and i was like no nah, there's something misspelled here i'm deleting that so <laughs> deserve my message now Thank yeah you. so i just post a picture up i might say something like you know blah blah blah, blah picture now read that picture and then it might have a funny face it might be a monkey or a dog or something but it's really short to the point but anyway so um i'm gonna summarize this post uh it was talking about why do comedians in dc have to leave leave town to get paid and um i'll start this round table discussion off with my homie marcus marcus why do you feel that um you know comics might in this area have to leave to get paid um well, one, we've messed up our comedy show, you know, our comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. If you think about a few years ago, we had uh, Jokes on Us, Laugh Out Loud. Uh, we had These Riot were devoted These were comedy, clubs. Were comedy clubs. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, that was before. I Riot Acts, Tucker's Comedy Club. All these places were places dedicated. Exactly. Okay. I mean, now we only have the DC Improv, which, you know, people speak good about and speak bad about. But, I mean, when that's your only option, it's a monopoly somewhere. That's right. And so, only outside of that, the only shows that you have are shows created by either bookers or comedians themselves. Mm-hmm. And then that goes into bias and everything else. But, I mean, that comes with it. So, that's one reason that you have to leave D.C. to go to get to a dedicated comedy club. Yeah. I mean, and then you got to make it for yourself. I mean, the fact that we have opportunities to make our own comedy nights comedy rooms comedy dvds for sale now well, in the trunk of our car in i'm sorry 1295 <laughs> shipping and hand 1250 actually is shipping i eat most of the shipping because it's a dollar 50 for the envelope that has $3. bubble wrap in it and, and it's very good it's in brown re- recyclable right. paper see the way shipping is set up is yeah. right. <laughs> it could be cracked when you yeah. got and then, it and then because once of the bubble wrap and then and then once i get my my portion is only under ten dollars so i really don't make ten dollars because between the shipping exactly. and everything so else really he's losing he's i'm losing but i'm basically giving you art send you a dollar in the mail because that's what he's doing but God, long story short, God bless. Um, thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity that he's right. But I mean, we got to use. Uh, we got to do just that, though. We got to use our talent and our opportunities to make make this make money in, in whatever mm. form it is. And mm. you know, I feel some like we're people close enough to New York, though, 
like geographically close enough to New York that it's feasible to go out there and do some stuff. Um, yeah, without like you, moving. Yeah, but I mean, to it's feasible to, to leave well, and go get work, but I mean at the same time, you have to make the work yourself unless you're willing to leave and go. Right. Because I mean, from what I hear, because I've never lived in LA. Is that a lot of your people that are in LA that are comedians are traveling outside of LA to get work as well. Oh wow! Because yeah. you're, you're traveling, I mean, you're you're a na- when you get to that level, you're a nationally touring comedian, mm-hmm. which means tour. Like you can't you can't do your own town, but so much anyway. But I'm about to turn into Martin Luther King over here, uh, Greg. I, go ahead, I go ahead, Greg. Uh, your, your, your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I, I think um, when Marcus hit it on the head. Well, in this area in particular, there's not a lot of comedy clubs. And, and in terms of when you're ready to do next level stuff, you have to leave. Um, unfortunately, this is not the area where you can really be showcased. So now you, you do have comedians doing their own shows and doing their own thing. They're creating opportunities for themselves that's not that's not there anymore. Now... Years ago, there was plenty of comedy clubs where you can go and and really showcase yourself. But you really have to step. I mean, no one from their hometown stayed in a hometown and became a star or like a mega star. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not New York. We're not L.A. So it's, it's almost inevitable for you to leave in order to, you know, get closer to that brass ring. Yeah. And, so. I mean, and you gotta you gotta be able to do it too i mean like it's not automatic for people like people say what's supposed to happen like you have to go out there and work yeah. for it and you you really you really have to go out there and and, and work for it um this isn't a this isn't a town that you know i, I learned that when i came back from from vegas I, I moved out to vegas for a couple of years and then I came back and I realized how different things had gotten just within two years. So prior to me leaving, there was a couple of rooms. But when I came back, there was nothing. There wasn't virtually nothing going on. And I, I talked to a lot of the comics. And they was like, well, look, I got this room going on. I'm doing this. I'm. Everybody had took the initiative to build their own. And I think it's, it's actually better that way. Um I like to see other comics build their own. And it's something that Mike has done. Absolutely. Um, and Lifetime's Oh My B DVD is currently on sale <laughs> on my website, www.omyb.com. You give them an inch. Take a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I like so you guys have obviously been doing it longer, way long. How long have you been? Uh, about 13. 13 years yeah. of you? I started in July. Yeah. Of last year, yeah, so last you're year. almost on, on a year, yeah. and then you. I'm been... lying as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go with July. Just... Okay, um, but uh, you guys are in a kind of a different stage of comedy where you're ready to, to move to the next thing. So for someone who is new mm-hmm. to comedy, just a few months, I would say DC is a great city because there are literally dozens of open mics. Well, There's like this. three or four every night of the week. You can practice the <laughs> hell out of your set and get good. There's so much you opportunity for stage time. You see what you yes, did. Go ahead. About to say that that um, DC is an amazing training ground. Absolutely, stand up comedy. Yeah. Um, so you can, I mean, we'll find people who will come here from other places and come to DC and then you know get good mm-hmm. and then leave and be ready yep. for you know, for whatever. It's great for that um, because it allows you to grow your 
your set as well as grow your following mm-hmm. um, and become a better comedian. So when you go somewhere else, you can do, you know, hey, can you do 20 minutes? Hell yeah, I can yeah. do 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Hell yeah, I can, I can do, do six <laughs> open right. mics a week. I can Whereas do 40 minutes. In yeah. other places, yeah. you know, you're, you're built to be a five-minute, ten-minute comedian, yeah. and that's it. But my only problem also is that with some of it, we're saturating the market because mm-hmm. we don't have comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. So it's like if a restaurant, if I go and I say, hey, I want to do a comedy room here. Um, let's talk budget. Let's talk money. I got to pay comedians. Yeah. But they're like, well, no, this other guy was just here and he did it for free. And, right. you know, you have to, in that same breath, you have to put out a quality product. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, when I come to you and say that, well, no. My conversation so much show competition. Is be yeah. If I could, if I could just touch on it just a little bit, and I don't want to make it too hot, but um, mention that DVD I was gonna mention, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna mention the DVD at all, but since you went there, it is pretty good. It's pretty good underground DVD. It's not a mixtape, but um, I, I learned early, and I, I will give Wayne Man credit for this one. Uh, we did come together and come up with a way to, you know, produce shows and things of that nature. We that that entrepreneur happened um, early on in All-Stars Comedy Club when that was our home club, mainly my home club, because I only did that room. I didn't go out in D.C. when I first started. I said it right then, All-Stars Comedy Club. But once they shut down, I was like, oh, my God, I'm abandoned. What am I going to do? So I got into the mode of, you know, wanting to do my own thing because doing my own thing, I don't have to worry about someone booking me because a lot of times, because I don't go out as much, uh, in this city, it's all about how many times I see you. And if you're not out more than, if you miss like two weeks worth of comedy, you completely forgot. Yeah. yeah. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? So so it, it's easier for me, to for my schedule, for you know what I have in my personal life, to just book my own stuff and then put it out there and build my following that way versus going to like six open mics and eight open mics just so I can get a just so I can get a Saturday for free or this that a third. I'd rather just book my own thing and I have to worry about, you know, someone saying, well, I don't think you're good enough for my room because that's also the, the other issue too is someone, they, they want a particular comic, especially a black comic, to, uh, to fit their mold and uh-huh. when they already have their particular black comic, right. they didn't want to book any more black comics because they're in fear that you're going to ruin their audience. So, yeah. It's easy just to go ahead and produce your own stuff, put you, get your own money up. Damon Dash voice, and just do your own thing for me. I don't really want to call another man a boss. Yeah, I just don't. Feel, I don't. I, it's just me. I just don't feel like begging anybody for their fifty, mm-hmm. twenty-five dollars. Like, yo, look at my tape. What do you think? Oh, you're not good. Fuck you. I just do my own show. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> you know. But um, yeah. So we get, we got to wrap this up. Um, we got to get up out of here. So um. Tomorrow is a big event. Not the Life of Times or oh, might be reunion. No, that's not what's going to happen. Planned it, but canceled it. But it's another big event. Uh, my homie, my brother, one of my mentors in comedy, my only mentor in comedy, Mr. Greg Stevens has his DVD taping. He's doing yeah. Um, uh, May third, DC Art Center, Fifty Shades of Black Mayonnaise. Real quick, Greg, tell people why they should come to the show. What's going to happen? It's going to be, I, I just went and bought my... Um, can they still get tickets? Where can they get tickets? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you can get tickets uh, from me. Um, I have tickets. Or you can go to Eventbrite. Um, just pull up uh, Fifty Shades of Black Mayonnaise. Tickets are still available. <laughs> can you say that one more time for the listeners? Uh, Fifty Shades of Black Mayonnaise. Black you can get mayonnaise. your tickets now. They are still available on Eventbrite. Hey man, this this is going to be an awesome show. This is going to be an awesome show. Um, it's me telling my story, my way, um, with uh, not friends but with family, and it's, it's going to be an awesome event, man. I, I urge everyone to come out. Um, 
forget the Mayweather fight. You know, it's, it's going to be a blur. And then tomorrow you're going to need something to wash and taste out your mouth. But yeah, yeah, come come check me out. Um, you can also uh, find me on uh, www.gregstevenscomedy. You can also go through there to get your tickets as well. Oh, cool. Um, go ahead, um, Candace. Talk about um, you know upcoming shows. Twitter. Yeah, handles. I have, and this probably won't air before tonight. I have um, a comedy contest. So you think you're funny, hosted by Alex Starr. All right. So I'll be there tonight. And my next big show is going to be another Alex Starr production. It's going to be at the Beer Baron. Um, when you come, say my name, Candace with a K. When is that? Last name August, like the month. It is May thirteenth. Um, which is a Wednesday, so school night for some people, but others can get out. Um, it's going to, not just myself, it's about eight people, a lot of great comics, so come out and check it out. And uh, also uh, Washington, D.C. Writers Group. We meet every Monday at Restaurant Judy's. Come out there. Any comic in the city uh, of any level of tenure, you're more than welcome to come out and uh, work out your stuff with other comics, other, other funny minds who will kind of help you punch it up. Some of y'all need to be right, so uh, go to that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, if, you, if you have been sluggish on your writing, yeah. please come and get a jump start. You can't just say, kill yourself, and then think the <laughs> you know, punchline should be there. So. <laughs> you know, there used to be somebody's punchline for every joke. Kill yourself. Hey, let me, t- okay, real, real quick. Real, real fun to say, I remember uh, Tracy Jackson and his wife at the time. I remember one time we was at the Pizza Revenue, and he was doing he was doing his set and was going bad. Out of nowhere, you hear somebody say, kill yourself, yeah. and you look at his wife telling him to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I was like, oh my God, what happens when you're only support system yeah. says you can't yourself. Turned on <laughs> <laughs> that's a long that's that is an awkward ride. Right. You know, like really you had to yeah. say that <laughs> marcus what you got going on i got nothing going on but um uh <laughs> got a website working on that um <laughs> www.marcusbradolive.com um actually i'm taping some new stuff uh webisodes with oral henry I'll just leave that out there just to leave it looking for your faces. Um, and uh, Tales from Relationshipville got some new episodes coming out uh, chronicling my wife and I's uh, relationship. There we go. There's the word. Marriage. <laughs> floating past. And I didn't want to um, get myself in trouble because I got to go back there and live. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, check those out. Um, I got some shows coming up. They're written on the board. I can't remember where they are or who they're with. And so I don't care. Um, <laughs> so check out my website. It'll be on there. Twitter handles. Did we give our Twitter handles? Uh, at Marcus Brown DC. Follow me on there. You get pictures of shoes I got and <laughs> pictures of Mike actually when he's stalking Candace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing these days. My Twitter is just underscore Candace. Candace is K-A-N-D-Y-C-E. Y'all can catch me, Black Mayonnaise, B-L-K, <laughs> Mayonnaise with two N's. <laughs> 50 Shades of Black Mayonnaise going down tomorrow, Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, D.C. Art Center. Be there, get your tickets. Buy Mike's DVD. Buy it. Uh-huh. Do it. It's, um, y'all ready? Uh, it's my what, what you got going <laughs> on, Mike? Tell the people, Mike. how can they find you? Where would you be at, how Michael? How can they get a DVD besides on Kenilworth Avenue? <laughs> 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 I'll tell you as I play my Joe this year. Thank really? you. What? Well, you know, I like I like, I like romance in my audience. Is it Are you romancing lady? yourself right now? I want to take my earphones off right now. I just want to say that. <laughs> I'm romancing my audience right now. It's Jodeci freaking you. Okay, oh, so. Oh, I thought it was going to be forever, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. So, um, real quick, I want to shout out our sponsors. Um, Genesis Barbershop and Barber College, 2890 Gerber Way, Woodbridge, Virginia. Holla at my man. Oh, he'll give you a haircut. Um, follow me. Follow the show. I want to thank everybody that listened to the show. Thank you. 
everybody listen to the show. I should did that first and then went to our sponsors. Anyway, uh, follow us on Instagram and um, Twitter. Instagram is Omic Radio Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Omic Radio RR. Follow me on Twitter, O L M I K E B seven five seven O M I B seven five seven. Download us on iTunes. Search Open Mic Radio. Uh, it's the picture with the OMR because it's another Open Mic Radio show, but it's not our show. Okay, thank you. Ain't no fake one. <laughs> uh, this Tuesday is Solly's Attack of the Comics. I'm hosting. Haywood Turner sees will be emceeing, doing his thing on the one, on on the play and pause button. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm speaking it into existence that I'm gonna be there. So, uh, baby, I'm not gonna be there on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> May third, Fifty Shades of Black Mayonnaise. Yeah, I, I'm hosting my man, my brother, uh, Black. Uh, uh, I want to call you Black Mayonnaise. Uh, Greg Stevens is going to be close out the show, doing his thing, doing his recording. I can't wait. I got my handcuffs for some odd reason in my back pocket. Um, <laughs> May it might go there. Yeah, <laughs> May 9th, I'm I'm hosting the Draft House onto Draft House. That 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 kettle call. 45 comics in three minutes. I will do it for nice. $25. I will be five, four, six, maybe. <laughs> uh, May 9th, also, Oh My Greatest Show is doing a special Mother's Day show. This is what we call our mothers live on the air and listen to the reactions they get because they don't know we're calling <laughs> up for uh, unsolicited number. That should be fun. Uh, June 6th, I'm at, I'm at Langley Air Force Base. I'm performing. Huh? <laughs> oh, you might not want to call it. Is this you, baby? <laughs> Bring me my money. <laughs> uh, June sixth, I'm at the um, Langley Air Force Base. I'm doing a comedy festival for uh, Team Fred. Uh, it's 52 other comics, um, veteran comics. When I mean by veterans, I mean um, former military. Uh, they're doing five minutes to get a chance to perform on USO tours and different other local events in the 757 area. Uh, July 11th, I'm doing a special show. Uh, more details come soon. It's called Attack of the Comics at the DC Art Center. Um, DVDs are still currently on sale. I'm 30 away from being completely sold out. So yeah, um, let's get rid of this 30 people. Yeah, because I need to get this. I need to sell this 100 before um, I order another 100. So. <laughs> 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 so DVDs are still on sale. Go on my website, w.omikeb.com. That's O-L-M-I-K-E-B.com. Um, click the picture of the DVD or the uh, buy now. Click on it. It's $12.50 altogether, so there's no surprise um, um, surprise prices. I'm eating up most of the shipping, people. I repeat, <laughs> I'm eating up most of the shipping. He's for paying the $3. You're getting $1.75. Yeah, I'm putting your DVD in, in a bubble wrap envelope. Bubble wrap. Not saran wrap. I'm just giving it to you with bubble wrap. Yeah, like I put, I'm giving you because I care about y'all. And I'm signing each and every DVD. So when you see that chicken scratch, that's my handwriting. You're giving it's them entertainment with the bubble wrap, though. Like you can sit mm. there and just pop bubble wrap for at least three hours. Like I'm signed. Like I like one time I I, 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 I mailed off seven DVDs last week. I mailed off seven DVDs. I had got hand cramps by the fourth DVD because I'm signing, I'm signing my name and everything. And my spelling might be off on some of y'all names. I don't know who Shaquisha is, but I don't know how to spell Shaquisha when I don't have it on my phone. My phone had just died. Because <laughs> anyway, long story I short, there's a Q in it. I, I, I believe it, it was the upside down. Spell Shaquisha, however you feel like. <laughs> Pretty much. I like to you, Shaquisha. No standard for Shaquisha. It, it was like for you, Shaquisha. Uh, but it's about to spell squash. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm about to spell squash. squash. I'm about to spell squash. I don't know. But yeah, um, coming squish, up squish, next squish. is Rob Anthony's show. I can't think of the name of it right now. I didn't know Rob Anthony had a show, actually. I didn't know. I didn't know. Did you know Rob Anthony had the show? Oh, you have real conversations? Capital conversations. Capital conversations. That. You do that? You didn't hey, know that. Whatever. This is what this, whatever let me, first of all, hey, Rex Stanley, if you're listening, I need a I need a damn WLS newsletter. I didn't know he had a damn show. <laughs> I got the email. I got the email. Hey, you get the I email. Knew, I knew it was coming up. 
That's what I'm here for. I'm not even here for this show. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little early. Capital Conversations <laughs> is coming up next. I'm your uh, catch y'all all tomorrow. Thank y'all for listening. I'm your host, Mike Brown. Oh, uh, thank you, Candice, for coming through. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Candice. Please enjoy the DVD. If you like it, make sure you write about it. If you don't like it, shut the hell up. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> don't email me. Don't text I me. Can't don't do that to yourself. I'm your host, Mike Brown, with Greg. Yeah, Marcus. Yours is cheap in Baltimore. Candace. H U. And you know. I go to Atlanta Tech though. I go to Atlanta Tech. University. He did not decline my high five. I want you to know that. Greg. He did not, he did not <laughs> decline my. High we'll five. see. You, we'll see you, and you'll hear us all next week. Thank y'all. We out. All right. <laughs> you say that.